Welcome to Life on Earth, The Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. Hi! Hi! And hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. I have a super special guest and a dear friend of mine who's sitting here with me, Noelle Eans. Hi, Natalie. Did I pronounce it well? You did. You did an excellent job. Wait, say say how you pronounce it. We say Eans. Eans. Like beans without the B. Okay, cool. But I've gotten so many different versions of my last name over the years. You did a really, really good job. So <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. So, well, um, I don't even know how to introduce you because I feel like you're so many things that it's really hard to define you by, uh, well, first of all, you're an awesome acupuncturist, you're an awesome human being. You are uh, very talented at so many things. Um, you are a wellness coach. You have your fifty-two days of well, weeks of fifty-two wellness. weeks of wellness. It's yeah, a lot of wellness that I, fi- I follow. All year. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we do our moon series, eclipse yes. series together, and that's so fun. Mm-hmm. And we have become good friends too. So yes. it's really kind of wonderful. And I th- I feel like we've been talking about you sitting with me for a podcast since I started the podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. Which, well, yeah. divine timing for everything. Exactly. But I yeah. also knew that I wanted it to be whenever I was with you that I wanted it to be, for some reason I knew I wanted it like to be like calm and feel grounded. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to have a relaxing conversation with you. And I don't know, for some reason I also like you say, I didn't want it to feel like we were rushing or this is the only time slot oh, yeah. that we had. So, it and it's felt not like, because we live right. close to each other. We're blessed yeah. to know each other that way. So there's no pressure. Yeah, and today know. is perfect. We mm-hmm. are at my house. The first time that I'm recording a podcast from home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <wow. laughs> Which, you know, all the different spots that I've recorded, it's been really special. But we are sitting, just so everyone know, we're sitting on my back porch and we can look at my little backyard on the back of my house. I have this tree that I love. I sit here a lot in the mornings. Um, My two dogs are here. My cats were here too, but they left. I don't know where (laughs) they are now. This is an end of an afternoon on... um, Thursday and it's a be- it's been a beautiful day today. It's really nice outside right now. Yeah, and yeah. Noel is look looks so pretty. Oh. You have this beautiful beautiful mala on you, and you're dressed in white with this white linen dress. <laughs> it's like I was like, wow, this is such a <laughs> goddess that walked into my house. <laughs> well, the intention for my outfit worked perfectly then because you're picking up. On yeah, I, felt I did. Like I actually said stuff. that to myself. This is really embarrassing to announce to all of your listeners, but. Yes, I actually thought to myself, I feel like a goddess today as I put on this. Yeah, this mala is really special. I love it. It's beautiful. I mean, you look amazing. You you. always do. You have a really good sense of style. Wow, thank you. Always like very fashionable, I find. Really? Thank you. I appreciate that. 
we have worked together on some projects like workshops and we have one coming up next week. So it's just been really cool. How, when was the first time that we did our first workshop together? Was like six months ago or seven? No, more than that. It was last year. Yeah. Wow. That's so So crazy. Time flies. I know it really does. It was, I believe if I remember correctly, it's, it was October. Of, okay. of 2016. Yeah. And it's, it. so that was mm-hmm. like the first time. And then we, and from that, it has been organically developing. And sometimes we have to take a little break just because life happens and then we get back to it. But it's been such a beautiful journey that has yeah. added so much into my life. And I feel like I'm growing so much with all of the work that we're doing around the moon. And we'll yes. talk more a little bit about that today. Yeah. But first, I would love. <laughs> For you, even though it's very hard to define you, for the <laughs> listeners that have never, um, you know, met you before, yeah. can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, yes. <laughs> what yes. do you do? As she stares at me and I have this, this frightened look on my face. Yeah. Sure. So I guess, hmm. you know what's really interesting? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just say this because I've been doing this spiritual healing certification, right? And I feel like this is tying in all the different things that I've been learning throughout the years. So I am an acupuncturist. I went to five element acupuncture school, which really acknowledges the spiritual, like psycho emotional aspects of health in a way that TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, doesn't really anymore. So I went, I went to that school you know, it was very intuitive. It wasn't like I knew much about what the difference between five element acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine was, but I was really drawn there. And so that was like, if, if I, if I almost picture my life as all of these rungs, the spokes of a wheel, and they're all pointing to the same place, right? So one of the things that we focused a lot on in school was having people to realize where they're creating a story around an illness and how that story perpetuates the illness, which is really interesting. So that was sort of my first window into that idea. And then as I graduated, I started learning uh, about different things. So I, you know, I did a lot of meditation. I discovered the movie, The Secret. Mm -hmm. Then I went and learned, I learned a little bit about feng shui. I did an infinite possibilities training with Mike Dooley. So it's almost like all of these different things that I have been learning over the years have been pointing to this idea of your thoughts creating your reality and the power of belief and power of thoughts. Energy work is another thing. So intention really matters with that. Uh, Now that I'm doing the spiritual healing course, it keeps coming up over and over again, even in a spiritual healing course, you know, it's, it's like, your thoughts are actually things. Your thoughts become things. And I'm starting to realize how true that is when I'm doing work on people in this way. So I'm, I have a lot because of... Because I have to pause you for a second. Yeah. When, just so everyone knows, when you when Noel works with someone, you really kind of get into the energetic field. You do healing work. Yeah. You get a lot of messages. You're yeah. very intuitive. And it's more than just like a practical session. It's like, you know, (laughs) you're really, uh, there's a lot that happens when you're with someone. Yeah. So when you ask what I do, it's, that's where I'm getting to the point where I'm, I'm going to have to define, or I feel I don't have to really, but I want to, I want to define it in a different way. And 
spiritual healing is the closest thing I've come to where it feels like, yes, this is actually what I want to do. Because you're getting to the roots of what's going on with somebody that can create healing in a in a deeper way than just, let's say, putting needles in and balancing somebody and say, here you go, and they feel better for a week. And then, you know, they keep manifesting the same thing over and over again. So really what I think it is, is just guiding people back into alignment with their soul. Wow. You know, and, and helping to empower them to know how they can feel empowered to make changes in themselves, in their own body. So if there's like a pattern that keeps repeating over and over again, it could be, you know, in five element acupuncture and traditional classical Chinese medicine, we might attribute that to an element out of balance, right? So like, oh, it's the fire element out of balance or it's the water element out of balance. So then we go and we use that framework to try to affect change in somebody. Well, now I'm learning about not for the first time learning about chakras, but really deeply learning about chakras, doing this healing work on myself and meditations with myself. And it's like, wow, okay, so that's another way to really affect change with people on a deep level. And then adding that into the, into the intuitive messages and the idea of your thoughts creating your life, it's, it's creating this really full picture of how someone can find themselves in a certain situation and then using that framework to shift them out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes okay. sense. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, everything is energy. Yes. And so energy cannot be destroyed, but it can only be changed. So the way I see mm-hmm. it, it's like if a thought is energy mm-hmm. and you have the thought, mm-hmm. where is that thought? You know, it has to go somewhere. Yes. And so you project that into out into the world. Yes. And so those thoughts then become, you mm-hmm. know, it all it all makes sense because that's why for me, like the practice of yoga is so amazing what I do too. And I th- know you can get mm-hmm. that in acupuncture mm-hmm. too, but just the breathing and releasing and letting go and working with your breath, your prana and clearing your chakras. Yes. It's again transforming because it's that energy that's like, where mm-hmm. is it going? If you don't do anything about it, it stagnates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, and so that's what we don't want. We want it to continuously the flow. Mm-hmm. And then something so simple as like the word flow, you know, and, and it's just like it, for the first time I heard is like flow yoga. It's like, oh, just flow. And it's like nothing. But if you really think about that word, flow, Mm -hmm. the depth of it, that, Mm -hmm. you know, if if we can just keep flowing, exhale, release the thoughts and keep like rejuvenation. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. love acupuncture because it really opens your nadis, your channels, like your energetic field. And mm-hmm. yeah. oh my God. Why do why do you <laughs> love acupuncture? I'm super curious. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> as a as receiving it or as as a practitioner giving it. Yeah. Acupuncture is amazing. I feel like I've had really, really powerful sessions where things have been very stuck and and I and I leave the session like, oh my gosh, everything's different. Like I see the world differently. I feel different in my body. Now the hard thing with that is what you just said a little bit before maintaining it, right? So that's where I feel like I am right now that's, with the spiritual healing, that right? That's so where you are. Yeah, that's where I am. Where I want to. So basically, instead of just saying like, okay, let me be this outside force affecting change for this person. I want to combine that with empowering them. So if I'm working on somebody now, and this is probably going to change over time, but 
I have all my acupuncture clients as guinea pigs. So thank you. I love you guys uh, <laughs> because they're letting me do this, this spiritual healing work on them. And it's, it's super organic. I have, I have a framework now. I'm working with James Van Prague, mm. who's a psychic medium and, but also a healer. And, you know, he works a lot with, with these ideas. So while I'm doing acupuncture, if, if I'm also sensing that, oh, wow, there's some deep root chakra issues, you know, because I'm feeling under my hands, I'm using that framework, I'm feeling under my hands, there's not a lot of chi, there's not a flow or power there. And I speak to, to that. Plus, I'm getting visual images of things. So sometimes I'll get a picture of, of you know, sometimes I'll get a word in my mind might be like father or something like that. And then really, wow. so then I'll, then I'll speak to that. Okay. So is there something, re- this is just an example. Is there something no, and I related know because to your I father? Have seen it when we that, work together. Yeah. Is there something related to your father that might be affecting this, this thing? So these circumstances that pop up, we think they're just like random. <laughs> they're not related to anything, but when we are, s- two people could experience the same exact circumstance and one person could be really super triggered by it and it could drag them down and the other person could see it and be like, oh, okay, it's nothing, you know? So really what it, when we have that sense of things are out of balance and we're really affected by something, I think it's more empowering to ask the deep questions. So what is this why am I getting something about your father? Is it that somehow related? And then what that does is it gets people to make that connection in themselves so that that can sort of, they can feel empowered to make those changes. I don't want to be an outside force being like, I'm going to fix you and then you're going to go away. Fine. Because if they don't understand the underlying pattern, then it's probably going to repeat itself. Absolutely. You know, so it's like... I, I like having a partnership with people or or having them understand their own power. I love that. Yeah. So that's why I feel like the spiritual healing is closer to what I really want to do and what I want to def- define myself as. Yeah. That makes sense. And it's okay if you don't completely define yourself with like, you know, on a box or black yeah. and white or however. <laughs> and then there's many different nuances and many different Uh, versions of you because I think there's something beautiful about that too we uh, now are starting to accept that more that a person is not just whatever one thing dot 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 but is you can be a dancer a mother uh, a best friend an activist uh, an artist and and, you know Mm -hmm. and an acupuncturist and what you know many Mm -hmm. things so I think this idea of Maybe when my 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 parents' generation that I am an engineer or I am a teacher or I am I think that's completely changing yeah. nowadays, yeah. especially with uh, the information era of the internet and googling and we can access anything and there's so many courses online and there's so many people that we can study with and yeah. we can develop new skills. I mean, we can all develop new skills. We can all if we put our mind into doing something that we really want and mm-hmm. speaking of our heart chakra that we were earlier today, if mm-hmm. your heart tells you and you feel that heartbeat and you're inclined to do it, I say try, go for it. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Because yes. I, th- there's no reason to say, okay, I'm not going to try this or that. I mean, this is our life. Mm-hmm. 
And it's a beautiful life. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. So yes. when you're working with a client um, and you get information, mm -hmm. do you? how do you handle that? Like, do you let them know or do you not let them know? Or do you kind of feel it depends on the person? Or? Yeah, it definitely depends on the person. But the way I'm, I've been approaching it is to just ask permission. So when someone's coming to me and they just want acupuncture, there are some people who just want their freaking elbow fixed. Mm -hmm. That's all they want. They don't really want to get into anything else. And that's totally fine. You know, it's not what I am beginning to realize. It's not really where my passion lies, where my heart is, it's not what I love the most, but I will do that. Most of my clients that I'm seeing right now will be okay with me saying, especially because they feel like they're helping me because I want to refine my skills in this area. I'll say, hey, is it okay? Are you open to maybe me doing some of this more intuitive work and seeing what comes up? And once somebody gives me their permission, then I feel a little bit more freedom. And I also make sure that I tell them that it's, you know, if this resonates with you, awesome, amazing. I'm here to support you. If it doesn't, it does. then just drop it. I absolutely do not want to create more confusion or suffering or whatever. But if, if, if something that was said actually resonates, strikes a chord and helps you, then amazing. That's awesome. Then we're on to something and we're on to, you know, healing something really deep. That's sort of how I ask permission. That's how I, I do it. And then when it, when stuff comes through, I mean, sometimes I have to just laugh. I try to be as authentic as possible. I don't want to be like, yeah, I try to just stay really connected to the person you know, like connected because that's what I am. I'm tapping into their, I'm tuning into their field. I'm getting what I'm sensing and I'm offering it up. And sometimes spirit comes through and it's the most practical thing. You know, like I've had really deep things, but then I've had really practical things like you need to get a cushion for your office chair. <laughs> like, and that will help your back. And that was somebody's grandmother probably coming through and mentioning. So it's like, I don't always know what's going to come through. And sometimes it makes me laugh. Like, it's like, okay, I have no idea what this means. This is what it is. Does that mean that's anything funny. to you? And fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, spirit is light. It's, yeah. It's, it's light. It's I know that when we do our moon ritual workshops, Noel does acupuncture. And at that by that point, when you get to everyone, everybody's very open and there's a lot of energy in the room and we see a lot of shifts in everyone. We usually, we, we talk a little and there's a group discussion and then we do the yoga. We also do a little meditation and then, you know, Noel does acupuncture and we close with a circle. It's a very powerful experience. I mean, everyone has gone through it. I've gotten only nothing but compliments and I feel it anytime that I'm, that I'm doing service, you know, to my community or anyone, I feel like I get everything back as well. It's like yes. a two-way street. Yes. So. Anyways, but when we are doing it, I know that you a lot of times will ask, you know, the our participants in our workshop, if you, if you, you know, I, I will give you more information if you want. I've seen you do that. And yeah. a lot of people will wait to speak to you and you give yeah. some really powerful information after the workshop. Yeah. It's really cool to yeah, watch that. Thank you. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage to do intuitive work. Yeah. It really does. For those people who are really wanting to serve, you mm -hmm. know, I don't know if you ever feel this way, but sometimes my desire to serve is, it's also like, I don't want to give someone misinformation. Mm -hmm. And so I tend to hold back a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's taken me, it's taken a lot for me to be, to trust myself 
and to let go of the of fear in order to share this kind of stuff with people. I hope this is interesting for you guys mm-hmm. as listeners. And I'm sure there are probably some intuitive people. I think we all have intuitive abilities, 100%. Yeah. I think that most of us have been shut down. Uh, you know, we, we grow up as kids and we're told this is the way the world is. We sense things going on in our families and we're told that's not accurate. Mm-hmm. That, that shuts down a lot of people. Yeah. You know, second chakra stuff, like what you're feeling isn't right. But I think that we all have those abilities. And for those of you who might feel like you're scared to, sp- you have these intuitive feelings, but you're scared to speak it, I would just encourage you to try. Because it's really, it's scary at first, but it's really, really fun and fulfilling when you begin to see that, wow, I actually, what I thought really was right, you know, and that wasn't just random. Yeah. And of course, doing things like meditation and tuning in, those, that helps refine your intuitive senses. So you begin to understand whether you're acting from um, fear and being triggered and like old patterns, or if it's just pure source energy that you're tapping into and that's why the information well, is yeah, coming through. Uh, meditation, yoga, eating healthy. Yes, I think there's a lot of uh, acupuncture, all of the above. I mean, I think there's a lot of things nowadays that are, are available to us mm-hmm. and so many people look at, look at, you know, even if we look at yoga, we went to millions of practitioners within a matter of years, less than 10 years, and it just completely revolution. Really? Which, yeah. And I didn't which, know that. Which means that there is an, uh, you know, there is like a soul, the soul evolution is people want the information yeah. and people mm-hmm. want to to evolve and people, you know, they're ready for it. We're beginning to wake up. Yes, we're ready for it. And I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you you start with something as simple as going to, even if it's a power yoga class at your gym, and the next Mm -hmm. thing you know, you're paying attention to what you're eating. Next thing you know, Mm -hmm. you're going to meditation. Next thing you know, you're doing acupuncture Mm -hmm. and in journaling. And and so, and then, you know, you begin to question these things. The next thing you know, you're very intuitive and Mm -hmm. you're starting to, pay attention to that and not block it. And mm-hmm. so that's really cool. Okay. So this is so cool that we're here because before we got together today, Natalie, we were, there's a lot of things that we could talk about and we're yeah. like, what do we do? How do we talk about this? And I was feeling like we should talk about the divine feminine because yes. there's this pull towards the moon. Right. Mm-hmm. And that just reminded me, I just have goosebumps <laughs> because that's just what you were just saying reminds me of that, what's happening, where there's yin and yang, right? There's the feminine and the masculine. There's, you know, if, for those of you who don't, who aren't familiar with this concept of yin and yang, the yin is very, uh, is more receptive. The yang is more active. The yin is more about intuition, and the yang is more just about like taking action. One is about stillness. One is about, you know, going out, outward. And as. lunar and solar. Lunar, mm. solar, right. There's like, yeah. there's, there's so many different directions you can go. You, you yeah. can even, you can go inhale, exhale, right? So right. everything is yin and yang. You can see it in everything. And I think that we're moving from a more patriarchal, action-oriented I love when you were saying that when we were chatting in my kitchen earlier. Right. Yeah. So we're moving from that and people are starting to realize that maybe that's not the only way or, or the, 
got it got kind of out of balance. So we're counterbalancing that with this yin aspect, this more feminine, this more intuitive, this more feelings. Are you talking for women in particular or just everyone? I feel like planetarily we're yeah. getting to this to this place where we're, we're seeing the effects of the contrast of what happens when we're focused in one, the one direction that maybe does not is not sustainable. It isn't. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that you mentioned that. And I know that you're speaking to everyone because, yes, you're right. Even man, you know, you, you too, man out there, you need <laughs> to have your uh, lunar side, your cool side, oh, your, yeah. uh, your you know, exhaling side and your feminine side and your, you know, soft. I think it's really important that man know that it is allowed to feel, it is allowed to rest, it is Mm -hmm. allowed to question what you want to do with your life. Mm -hmm. And it's allowed to also be 10 different things if you like for it to be (laughs) and explore because, you know, you were this thing of just this very masculine energy that's, I think, Again, other generations have felt so much pressure. On the same sense, I'm going to flip the coin a little. And the women, I particularly feel that with what you were saying, we went out of balance. And I know the feminism movement was important and necessary. And women didn't vote. And now we vote. Thank God, obviously, we need to vote. And we need to, you know, have the same uh, opportunities However, with that said, I don't think that, you know, for us to to pretend that we are man or to be super masculine, mm-hmm. it's just not sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, honoring your the goddess within, honoring your femininity. Mm-hmm. And I give you a very like, I'm trying to, because I'm thinking a lot of things and I think maybe it's a little confusing for our listeners, or, but I'll give you guys a very simple example. I own a business and I have to, you know, I'm a, I'm, I work, I work. So just like you do, just like a lot of people do, mm-hmm. I'm not a stay home. I, mean, I don't have kids. I'm not a stay home mom. I don't, but you know, even them, they, they work too, but mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But my point is in my, um, my business world, yeah, I have to be a little aggressive. I have to, you know, make decisions. I have to, I have a staff that I need to manage. I have to call some shots. Mm-hmm. When I get home, a lot of times at the end of the day, I will completely shift from that. And if I'm home with my, uh, with John and my, when I get home, I don't want that energy in my house. Mm -hmm. So one of the first things I do is I'll take a bubble bath and I make sure, you know, I have some soft, nice music and I have some candle lights and then I'll put on a dress Mm -hmm. and I just want to be, you know, feminine. Yes. I want that energy Mm -hmm. because it's also really hard to have especially like for if you're in a relationship or even just dating to have two masculines in one relationship it's just very hard to do that mm-hmm. so i i and, and and i don't think the woman has to be the feminine and the man masculine yeah, I think it's it can not be, related to gender no, it's more about the energy the energy mm-hmm. in this in my case john is very masculine mm-hmm. and i am actually very feminine so i do want to honor that mm-hmm. because it feels right it feels more about the yin and the yang mm-hmm. when we are both in our masculine houses it kind of clashes Mm-hmm. And if, as if I have been in relationships in the past that we were past that we were both feminine, it also 
Right. There was like some, and in fact, there's a there's a woman who is fantastic. And if anyone wants to look more into this, uh, in terms of relationships, man, her name is Pat Allen. She is a she was a therapist. She's written so many books about this. The and you know you can really dig in more. I read a lot of her books, and it's she's fantastic. She's been around for quite a while. But the yin and the yang is important in everything, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. But you were saying that we kind of went too far in the masculine. I think so. Why? I think so. I feel like there's, because it's been, okay, I'm just going to just go with what's coming through right now. I feel like there's been a focus on accumulation of of outward things. There's been a lot of... um, I, I see the ma- I see that more yang energy of expansion of creation of action of light of movement it's like a very upward it's like I want more I want to grow it's it's that kind of, of go energy get it. Yang go get is, it go get it yes, go get it yes yes yeah. yes and I feel like that's that's what's been happening and and that's all fine because you right like you said you don't want to have it's not about one is better than the other it's it's about balance so there I feel like there hasn't been so much of like okay let's take a step back is this really what I want to create let me let me think about that let me operate more from a heart-centered place let me operate more from a place of stillness and knowing this is what I want to create so it's sort of like a Yes, there. I feel like there's been an, an out of balance in my mind right now. What I'm getting is a visual of so yang in Chinese medicine. There's organs that are yang organs. They're hollow, right? They they empty out. They don't hold things. They empty out. The yin organs are more solid. So what I'm feeling like is what's happened is we've 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 created the shell. Right, we've created this beautiful shell of existence, of possibility, but there's this emptiness inside. That hollowness is not; it's very fragile. It's almost like you, you know, there's not there's that inside that depth, that sustainability is missing. Yeah, yeah, and you can see it even in some of the architecture, especially in the United States. I mean, we build houses now that last maybe what, like twenty years. Where before they would take a long time to create these beautiful structures and they would actually have, you know, ornate decorations and th- things were built to last. Things were built with a sense of, of thoughtfulness, a sense of soul. And now things are just like fast, fast. How can we get it? How fast can we get it up? How much money can we make? Like That's what I'm seeing in my mind visually right now is this. So we have to be very mindful <laughs> to not, you know, go along with that rat race. Yeah. That you're talking about. <laughs> and to, for me... Well, we don't have to do anything. It's always a choice. Yeah, it's a choice. <laughs> you don't have to do anything, well, but it's for like me, for us it's to important say, hmm. to have balance. And right. so, you know, right. the word balance goes a long way. It yes. sounds so simple, yes. but I keep... If there's one thing that I keep coming back to is balance. Because anytime that I feel like I'm out of balance, whether it's one way or the other, mm-hmm. it feels like something is off. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, we don't have to. There's people out there who are in that mindset of like, go, 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 go. And then that's it. But my question is, if you are in that mindset and eventually, let's say even you make millions of dollars and you, you know, you work so much, 
are are the people who have the most money the happiest? The answer I can is say, no. and that's something that I want. I was <laughs> just talking to a client about today because she's really struggling with something, yeah, and a little bit of judgment of herself. And I was like, look, I have treated very famous. I've mm-hmm. treated one of the most famous actresses out there, truly. And I get to know people so intimately. I've treated lots of you know people who have everything that we we look to for happiness. And I can tell you, everybody's got shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, show me one person who's perfect. And I'll tell you, they're lying. They're either lying to yeah. themselves or lying to other people that just doesn't exist. So yeah. be a little, really what Same I think. Same here that, with the work as a healer that I do. And I, yes, you know, I even live, spiritual I lived, healers, everybody's yeah. got shit. They're putting no, themselves I mean, out there. I lived, in, I lived in Los Angeles for many years. I mean, I have a lot of celebrity clients mm-hmm. uh, from all aspects of life, just like you have. So I've, you know, I've been exposed to a lot. And at the end of the day, we're all the same. There is no, um, you know, everybody, it's like we're all going through our own thing. Doesn't that, like how much money we have in the bank doesn't, it, that's mm-hmm. not going to determine our level of insanity and equilibrium and equanimity and balance. And so having, this is why, you know, no matter what the, the people are turning into people like yourself or me to assist in the process of, okay, how can we be here on this planet right now and live a life that is, yes, abundant, hopefully for everyone, whatever that means to you, Mm -hmm. with a lot of love and also grounded and with balance. Because if we don't have the balance and the equanimity, then I feel like we're all over the place. And if we're all over the place, that energy feels very scattered to me. And when that energy is scattered, it's very hard to find. We can, one time I have a teacher of mine who said to me, you can only feel joy in the present moment. Mm-hmm. You can only feel joy in the present yes, moment. 100%. So if so, you're not in the present yes. moment, oh my gosh, you're scattered. How can you feel joy, I which is one of the highest vibrations on the planet? Okay. Everyone wants that. So look, Natalie, I wish I could show this picture because I'm such a a nerd and I totally embrace that about myself. I brought my journal with me. (laughs) I love that. I brought my journal with me actually to show um, Amberly at Raw, but she wasn't there. So I just kind of brought it in my bag. So you brought it to show me. I brought it to show you and to talk about this. So there's a sense of if you can see, here we go. I was journaling about the yin-yang symbol. So, so meaning that in the yang state, there's a little bit of yin. That's a, if you've seen that picture, it's, you know, you'll see one that's colored black and then there's a little dot of white and one that's colored white and there's a little dot of black, vice versa. There's this line between the two and that's your presence. That's wow. Self. So the more, that's the key because life is always, we're always going to feel this. The more that you can be present through all of it, that's the key. So it's like if you can visualize sort of being that in that space, that, that truly, that's what success is. That's what happiness is because then you're able to, to experience, the jo- like you said, the joy of everything, mm-hmm. you know, and then everything becomes beautiful. Even, even, the, even the parts that maybe aren't exactly what we want what we wanted to experience, you, you as long as you're in alignment with yourself and fully present, 
it can be beautiful because you, you, you know, you're, you're operating from that place of source. If you're connected to yourself and you're connected to source energy, then it transforms everything. Yes. Does that make sense? That makes yeah. total sense. And that's what real happiness is because it's, it's not about the things are awesome. You know, the experiences, the the material things, they're beautiful. They're, I yeah. love that. I'm not saying don't and go for that. And I am all about present. having abundance. I think yeah. it's amazing. If you want to have abundance and you can have abundance because, you know, if whether it's money that's going to buy you freedom or whatever mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. or there's some tribal indigenous, you know, people who could care less about the money, but they live in a beautiful spot with yes. tons of trees and rivers and oceans. And mm-hmm. and they're completely, and some of them are the happiest people in the planet. 100%. They are abundant. And they are oh abundant because it's all about, ab- abundance could mean different things for different people. But if I am you're all, not present, yes. then you won't, you could have, you could I, be surrounded with the most luxurious mm-hmm. surroundings yeah. in the world. And if you're not happy with yourself, if you're not present with yourself, you won't be able to see it. There right. are literally studies that show that the people who are hap- who are positive and happy, and I'm not saying deny yourself when you're not happy. Right. I'm not saying be fake about it. But the more you can get yourself to that place of presence and just joy and operating from that place of love, you know, self-love, loving yourself, loving life no matter, you know, what you're handed, you actually will visually your 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 perception, your vision changes like you will see more you actually pick up more in your environment when you're in a state of happiness and presence and presence right well you can't Absolutely. really be you can't happy really be without happy without presence. the presence yeah i know <laughs> and, yeah. The, and that's the thing i don't i don't think i am not against being abundant whatever that abundance means to you because i think that's important and that's mm-hmm. wonderful i just think that in the process of getting there do not forget to be present. Yes, and in the pro- in the process of, you know, don't don't lose yourself with goals or mm. um, you know, what you want the future or what you want. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to work hard. And in fact, I'm gonna mention something. In the yoga philosophy, we have something that we call Ashtanga Yoga Eight Limbs. And there's eight limbs of yoga. And in the eight limbs of yoga, we have the yamas and niyamas, and there are ethical codes for yogis. And underneath the yamas and niyamas, one of them that comes to my mind is tapas, that Patanjali brings up. And tapas means discipline, means no, don't oh, stay on, don't stay on. Yeah, <laughs> tapa means the yogi, meaning the person who's on this path of enlightenment that mm-hmm. would, you know, wants to achieve in the yoga context is samadhi. Mm-hmm. In Buddhist, it would be nirvana. Mm-hmm. No, don't stay on the couch the whole day eating right. potato chips or watching TV. Like, get up and do your thing. So, write your to do list, whatever. Like, yes, get up and do stuff. This is called tapas. It's like that inner fire mm-hmm. that we have within, which will be. The young, right? Yes, that yes. like makes you do things and mm-hmm. make you stay on top of it and, and go for the things you. However, Patanjali says you also need something, many different things he mentions, but one of them that comes to mind is Santosha. And Santosha means contentment. Mm-hmm. It means do that and yet be happy with what you have and who you are. Right. At each and every right. moment, enjoy the process. Right. Santosha is a very big word yes. in Sanskrit, in India, in the yoga philosophy. Beautiful. I invite people to look it up. Um, 
you know, there's blogs about it and there's a lot of stuff written about it. It's a really beautiful concept. Mm. It invites us to stay present in the moment yes. and to enjoy what we have for what it is, mm -hmm. you know, with so that we can keep our minds in the present. Because if not, we're always somewhere else. We're, exactly. And you can't really enjoy what's in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. Even, I mean, even the manifest, like even if you go to Abraham Hicks, which I love, I love Abraham Hicks. Have you heard of Abraham Hicks? No, I Hicks, heard of her, but I'm not like stuff? super uh, familiar with her. No. I mean, I watched the movie The Secret. Mm -hmm. she, she, is, she, is she, I have never seen her in person or anything. Okay. Is it a she or he? It's or? a she. So Esther Hicks channels yeah. a group of entities okay. named Abraham. Mm -hmm. But even if you listen to them when mm -hmm. she's channeling, it's always about feeling good in the moment. It's always about embracing what you have before. Like, for instance, if you're and this became true for me because I made a move to New Orleans from the East Coast and she was giving an example. Like, for instance, you want let's say you have this desire like, OK, I want to live in a different city. I want to, you know, experience life in, in this different place. Don't come from the place of, I hate where I am, so I need to create this different situation for myself. It's getting to the place where you actually really love where you are and you also are open to creating more of, of that. Does that make sense? It's sort of accepting where you are, accepting the good things about where you are, but also having that, also knowing that you can create more for yourself, that you can, that there's this sense of, and I would also like this over here. To me, what, how I translate is that come from a place of, of instead of fear-based thinking, love-based thinking. So knowing that you don't have to stay in a place of fear with, you know, I hate this. I don't, I don't want to create more of this. So you're coming from, a, I don't want this. Instead, you're saying, okay, this isn't the best. This is what I do have. This is what I do like. And let me create more of this thing that I do like. So it's shifting. It's not denying the reality of what you're experiencing. It's finding the good parts and shifting into like, I want more of this. So this is what's good about this. And wouldn't it be nice to have more of this? So that's like a different way of creating where you can, you're not like in a struggle with what is. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're sort of fully embracing where you are and knowing that like, okay, and what else? Like, what else can I create? What else can I learn from this? What else can I create from this place where I am? And I found that that made my move to New Orleans so magical. I mean, so amazingly magical. I created this life for myself in Maryland where I felt really, really super supported by the people around me. I was loving my life every day. I mean, really, I was doing a ton of work, a ton of personal growth work and a lot of meditation, a lot of spending time in nature, just like really vibing in this place of joy and love, right? Really loving where I was. And at the same time, I was open to like, I wanted to experience something else. So when it came time to move to New Orleans, it was coming from that place of like, I love where I am now and I really love this other place. So it wasn't coming from a place of like, I hate my life. I hate my job. I want to, you know, it was sort of like, I love it all. Like, I love this. And I also really love this other place. And my first year of New Orleans was magical as can be. I mean, if I, I could, I, we don't have enough time for me to get into the manifestation stories of like how things unfolded for me, but it came from just that place of really being appreciative of things. Like I remember when I moved here, I was just like, ah, the palm trees, 
I love the palm trees. I hope I never take the palm trees for granted because in we I didn't grow up with palm trees, you know. So for me that was new and it was special and I and I made that conscious intention when I moved here. I hope I never for, take the palm trees for granted and I still don't and I've been here for 3 years. I mean, I'm still looking right now. I was like it's so yeah. awesome. I love it. They're beautiful. I love it. So yeah. We have such great uh, vegetation, like nature. Mm-hmm. It's so so gorgeous in we the do. south as well. You wrote something on your fifty-two weeks of wellness <laughs> yesterday, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was about the forest. What was the title? I love the title. Forest bathing. Forest bathing. I, I saw that and I was like, wow. That's that's right up my alley. I love that. Let's <laughs> let's start the club. You suggest that we start I a do. club. I'm, I I'm already do that. brainstorming. How can we do like rent a van yeah. or a bus and so go to different locations? So forest bathing is something that is very popular in in Japan. Japan. Mm-hmm. Can yeah, you Japan explain and I us think a little also bit about forest bathing? Well, first of all, you went to the swamps, right? You, oh yeah. You went. Where did you go? Tell I went us. to Barataria. And I think I said reserves, but I think it's preserves. Okay. But <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's a national park. It's all good. Yeah. It's called Jean Lafitte is oh, yeah. the name of the national Jean park. Jean Lafitte mm-hmm. is a beautiful spot. Jean Lafitte was a very famous pirate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so they named this national park after him. But the the park itself is, is on, it's in the swamp. So they basically built um, like a boardwalk type thing through the swamplands with full of cypress trees and all of this crazy vegetation and huge four inch grasshoppers wow. and r- frogs that sound like monkeys. <laughs> and, you know, to be quite honest, Natalie, I was walking and at one point I was by myself and I was thinking, if a gator comes down and eats me right now and there's no other human around, I'm going to be really upset. So I was like looking for another human being. Like I was like, God, just, just tell me there's someone else on this trail. I don't want to be by myself because there are a lot of noises in the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you're in the middle of the swamp right oh, there. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I first moved to Louisiana, I was like, how do they just let these alligators roam wild in... <laughs> In a like government sponsored park, what if it eats someone? It was like you know, I'm like, wow, it's yeah. crazy. But you know, well, you um, had a beautiful experience. I did, and I did. you wrote a beautiful little blog about it. So, yeah. what was the the what's the deal with the Japan bathe? They forest call bathing? it they call it Shinrin Yoku, and it's so funny because it's so natural, right? It's so intuitive, isn't it? Like it feels good to be in nature. Yeah, but they they have made it into an actual activity where you you can even now get certification as a forest bathing um like guide or something wow. but really what it is, i mean if you translate shinrin yoku it means spend it's just spending time in nature it literally means forest bathing so it's not that complicated <laughs> which is why i'm kind of like that's really interesting that they have a certification well, now, but right? i think it's really cool because it reminds <laughs> us that this is something that we need to do and yeah. as human beings so task oriented being like uh you know going to the movies chat right. did that um, going to rollerblade, check, did that, whatever it is. And so forest bathing, check, did that. that. So, it's so crazy though that we need someone else to say, hey guys, this is actually really good for yeah. you. It's like we deny our, we deny our 
yeah. senses so much. Yeah. So it's really not <laughs> moral <science>. of the story, <laughs> guys, listeners. But it is been it's yeah. been scientifically proven yeah. to do all of these things. Like now they're testing the trees and they moral release of these. the story: go <laughs> hug a tree every day. I'm telling Be in nature. you much as possible be nature and hug a tree and hang out <laughs> and you can start a club and call it that if you want to because i think it's beautiful i'd actually do, would love to be in that club with you awesome let's do it yeah yeah i'm and, already thinking of different locations we can go to yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean we have opportunities here i mean we any, have City anywhere Park. yeah and anywhere you, you live Lafayette. you have yeah. so many opportunities to bathe in the forest yeah i love this idea of bathing in the forest. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Well, now we know that trees communicate and, um, you know, there's an, a whole ecosystem of intelligence among the plants and the trees. Mm-hmm. There's actually a really cool um, podcast about c- trees communicating on Radio Lab. Wow. I will try to find the, the link for it so we can include it on my show notes for this episode. But the trees are borrowing. Even when uh, a tree is sick, it will. Other trees in the community will join forces to heal that one tree that is sick. That's so beautiful. Nature is so amazing. It's just so intelligent. They've been around for so long. It's trees live longer than any other living organism. Wow! Think about that. Nothing else lives longer than a tree. Nothing else. Trees can live for five hundred years. Or that wow. I, I, I don't know this for a fact. I yeah. probably should have researched this. No, it's <laughs> they fine. They could possibly live for thousands of years, but they I know could. for a fact they, are the lo- they live longer than any other living organism on Earth. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's really funny when you're Amazing. walking sometimes on the side, especially in New Orleans, such an old town, you're walking on the sidewalk and then sometimes you'll see some sidewalks that are completely destroyed by the tree roots. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, okay, the tree was just like, screw it. I'm just going to grow. <laughs> I don't give a damn that you put all these structures. I am more powerful and I am strong. My roots are going to grow. And I'm just going to destroy the the sidewalk and the... And the you, you think know. that's what the tree is thinking? Yeah, I think the trees don't care. <laughs> I think they're just like, hey, I'm here and I'm powerful and I'm strong. You humans, you created all this little cement and stuff around. I really could care less. I'm just going to be me. <laughs> and I'm going to be beautiful and strong and powerful. And there are the roots and it's just so cool, mm. you know? Did you ever read uh, The Giving Tree? I think it's called The Giving Tree. By Sh- is it Shel Silverstein? Oh no, my gosh. I but I should. Wow. Should I? I Oh, it's so beautiful. It's a kid's book. I don't know if any of your listeners know what book I'm talking about. I want to say it's called The Giving Tree. It's <laughs> such a beautiful book. It's about this little boy who has a tree in his yard and it becomes his friend. And it's like it goes through his entire lifetime with this tree. And the tree is just there to unconditionally love this little boy and offer up its limbs and its I mean, the the book will make you cry. Um, if you send me a link, <laughs> I will put it on the show notes Aww, as well. It's a kid's book. Well, but yeah, we want it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and some people might have kids too. And I still have an inner child inside of me. Good. I have also a kid that Yay. lives here. That's called Nat Kid. Nat Kid. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's not a more magical name. Come on. <laughs> I really could be like Natalia. No, little Nat. Little Nat. Little Nat. Oh, little Nat. Like uh like the 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 little what's it called? The rapper, little something. Oh, little Kim? Little Kim? I don't know. Some some little something. <laughs> like, I'm so that's like very the, risque. I'm, I'm the little rap too. <laughs> the little rap person. The same. <laughs> But anyway, let's uh, go back. Natalie has on a dress so all of you <laughs> listeners know right now, since she described my outfit, <laughs> Natalie has on a pink printed dress with bananas and banana yeah. leaves on it. Yeah, yeah, this this dress is, so this print is an Andy Warhol print. Oh, is it? Awesome. Yeah. It does look like it's it Andy could be. Andy Warhol. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person that did this dress that made it is one of my best friends, Emily Cadenhead, who's a design, fashion designer. She lives in Los Angeles in Topanga. She is in one of my episodes. Nice. Well, there so you I go. So I interviewed her. Yeah. There you go. She, I yeah, love it. it. Thank you. Thank you, Noelle. Yes. I like but it But I too. feel like the reason I'm pointing that out is yeah. because I feel like little Nat comes out a lot yeah. more than you think. Yeah. <laughs> little Nat comes out. She comes out. Yeah, She's very cool. much alive, which is which is good. Yeah, it's a little beautiful Nat thing. Little Nat likes to have fun. Yes. It's so important. Enjoy. It's so and important. live in joy. And yes. that's one thing though, but I have to be honest with you, like it's a little f- sometimes frustrating for me mm-hmm. to live in this planet because sometimes I feel we were talking about the vibration of joy and I have a very, uh, it's really easy for me to connect with the vibration of joy and living in the present moment. It might have to do with also the fact that I've been doing yoga for so long, mm-hmm. uh, but I need to be a little more patient with the, uh, other fellows around me because sometimes I feel frustrated if Mm -hmm. somebody can't tune in and you know it's I because I read energy so much Mm -hmm. if I'm with a group of people or or one person I'm just getting a little therapy session here from you that um is not and everyone's listening to it yeah yeah exactly it's very public (laughs) but you know I'm just saying this is obviously my shadow no this is my shadow Mm -hmm. and we all have our shadows and so because you were saying this is such a positive thing but yet it can also be a shadow that's my point and the point the the being able to connect with this inner child and this Mm. then that comes out you know the joy okay so basically what I'm saying is uh sometimes I am like all about, you know, being right here right now. And I can really tune into that vibration. But if I'm with a group of people or one being that is not there because Mm -hmm. I can see their mind is not there or they're scattering or they're not present, Mm -hmm. instead of just accepting unconditional love and accepting what is at Mm -hmm. the present moment, I find myself getting very frustrated with the experience. And Mm -hmm. so that sometimes it's something that I struggle with, mm. you know, mm-hmm. because again, we, we are all here to learn. We're yeah. all here going through our own journey. And so something like that, I'll be like, Hey, what are, what are you thinking about? Why are you not here? Why are you not having fun? Let's just have fun, you know? But it's like, well, everybody goes through their life differently. Oh yeah. Have you read the four agreements? Yeah. I love that book. Yeah. That when I get into that kind of state, it's it's important to remember that. I've yeah. been drawn back to Don Miguel Ruiz lately. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know the four agreements, they are number one, do not do wait, do not make assumptions or or yeah, okay. Well I'll just do I don't know if they're in yeah. order. Do yeah. not make assumptions, do not take anything personally, yeah. be impeccable with your word, and always do your best. 
Yeah. And it's sort Amen. of like do those four things and then let go of the rest. Right. And that's the thing. Yeah. And so do not take things personally. It's right. it's a hard one it sometimes is. because totally you're is. like, well, what is it? You're just not enjoying the moment with me. <laughs> and then you go, you know what? It has nothing to yes. do with you. Living in their you own have world. no idea what that person is going through or what they're stressed out about or what's the chit chatter in yoga. We call that mm-hmm. chitta vritti, which mm-hmm. is the chit chat, the monkey the mind. The monkey mind. That's yeah. happening. And that's why they're perhaps not there with you enjoying that margarita <laughs> or... <laughs> Or enjoying uh, the ice cream or whatever right. that may be. And and so for me, the, the struggle is taking a deep breath, exhaling, and it being okay with even though. And I think a lot of us, I'm glad I'm bringing this up because I'm sure a lot of people that listen to this podcast, a lot of you do a lot of work, self-work. We all do. And so, you know, a lot of us. So, But we're all here in our own experience and sometimes when you are in the path of transformation and you feel like things are happening really fast in your life and you're starting all of a sudden now you're you're paying more attention you're you know you're maybe you're living more in joy or you're being more in the present moment mm-hmm. don't get frustrated with people around you mm-hmm. if they're not there yet and so I'm saying this to you and to myself right it. now. Yes, thank you to all of us. Because yeah. it's like, you know, again, we, and, and there's always somebody who's a, a, ahead of us anyways. And so it's like, yeah. you know, if I compare myself with the Buddha, it's like, whoa, you know, I'm so far behind. So like, maybe. <laughs> like Marianne Williamson. Like I said, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Marianne Williamson is one of my uh, teachers who I completely adore. She is a teacher of A Course in Miracles. I, I, I mentioned her before, but she says, none of us is special and all of us are special. Yes, yes, yes. So, so true. That's what so we, true. you know, because... Because like, I'm, yeah, maybe I got that one thing that somebody else didn't get. But you know what? They probably got a lot of other stuff that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. So it's like in the whole scheme of things, you know, again, patience, yin and yang, the balance, the mm-hmm. equilibrium, the equanimity, and just be Presence. okay. Be yeah. patient, which yeah. I'm going to, before we end this podcast, be patient. I think it's a huge theme of this new, this full moon too. Mm. So Noelle and I are doing um, a full moon workshop next week on Wednesday. Is that July 12th? Yes. July 12th, 615 um, and on at Robert Public. And we encompass, this is part of our moon ritual, moon eclipse series, and we do acupuncture yoga meditation um energy healing and you know you you do one-on-one sessions uh, somebody wants like we were saying the beginning the messages i mean there's a lot it's just the whole thing it's an experience it's really amazing um if you're listening to this podcast before and you live in new orleans we have a few spots available so definitely where could they uh email to get a whole get a spot Find us on Instagram. What is your and Instagram? Us there. My Instagram is Love Based Medicine. Mm-hmm. Or you could look up Noel Eanes, but it's Love Based Medicine. Or you could look yeah. up your. And mine is Natalie Cra- at Natalie Crap. But, anyways, before we. I'm going to grab my crystal here. This is one <laughs> of my crystals from Agora Crystal. I love this one. So, before we end this podcast today, I would love for us to tune into the energies of this full moon just a little. I showed Noel my altar. I am in this. Uh, 
I love creating altars for the different moons. We just got out of the Cancer new moon, and that was a really beautiful moon as well. And now we have a full moon in Capricorn with the sun, the opposite in Cancer. And so I actually wrote a little blog about this full moon already. It's up on my Instagram. If you are curious, check it out. And this full moon is quite amazing. It does require a lot of patience to the people around you. It's a and very balance, it's a like you were very saying. powerful moon. And yes, balance. Because Cancer and Capricorn are opposites. Yeah. And the astrological, I, I know this because my sun sign is Capricorn, and my moon sign is Cancer, and my ascendant is Cancer. So I have that. So, you know, with astrology and just like with a lot of things in life, people can have different opinions and people can have different views on it. All I can do is give you guys what I have been feeling intuitively. And also I have what I have read from some of my teachers, some of the astrologists that I'm working with. And so what I wrote on my blog is basically this. This is a time that you can manifest a lot. This is a time that you can get a lot done. So if you look and you point the arrow in one direction and you take one step, this full moon is going to aid you and take two steps for you in that direction. So for those of us who want to climb a mountain, you're going to be very focused. This is the Capricorn side of you is the very practical, very effective so that's where you want to go. You're going to, you know, take the steps to do it, do all your to-do list, take the tests and do it. It's a very, uh, in a way, very masculine and very task-oriented moon. However, the the entire opposite of this moon is cancer and the element is water. And cancer is all about emotions. So it can be very a very emotional time as well. So what I've tune into a lot of the different astrologers finding the balance between you know a lot of what we've been talking on the podcast do 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 go get it go get it and yet be mellow and enjoy the present moment and don't hurt people along the way of fulfilling and following your dreams because sometimes we can get so goal oriented and we just forget those that are around us that are just trying to support us in the here and now. And so, you know, because at the end of the day, if we get, if we get that far with that dream of, or that era, what happened along the way and what happened along the way is super important. That's where cancer says, you know, mm-hmm. just chill out, be mellow. And I'm going to let you give your spin too. But one more thing I'm no, going to say what you're saying. I'm with you. Is 100%. if you write, you know, if you feel very emotional during this time and you write that text message or that long letter or the long email, what I would invite you to do is wait. Wait a week or wait two. Take a deep breath, exhale, and just don't send that text message. Like we always hear this, but this time in particular, don't (laughs) send it like right away. Don't just chill out. And those of you who feel like, you know, that you're on a super, like, I want to, you know, do all of this stuff and you're really accomplishing a lot, that's all good. But also, you know, don't forget to exhale. Don't forget to find um, the the yin side. The comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you call it? Santosha? Oh, it's Santosha. Santosha. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to be in the state of Santosha, mm-hmm. equanimity. And you know, remember to love and remember to be 
as much as you remember that you want all those things to be accomplished. Yes, being, oh, wow, this is another really good yin and yang example is yin is more about being and yang is more about doing, right? So make sure those things are balanced. That's exactly it. <laughs> You're, That's it. We are human beings primarily, right? So don't We're forget that. We're not human doings. Yes, no. We're human beings. Yes. And from that state, <laughs> we can do, right? But don't forget that first. Yes. Yeah. And when we do, is awesome if it supports, uh, you know, something bigger than only for the fact oh. of doing. But obviously, when we're doing things, it's we all have dreams that are individual and collective. And mm -hmm. I really honor all of you who are out there that are that your dreams also connect with um, enhancing our planet, a global and a collective manifestation and a collective dream of love and peace, not only for ourselves, but the planet. I am also on the same mission, by the way. And in the process of doing so, stay present and love the people that are around you. Look at everyone in the eyes and try to spend time with everyone and go hug a tree. <laughs> <laughs> or start a club with the uh, forest bathing. <laughs> We're hippies. Yeah. So anyways, we hope to see you in our uh, workshop. Noel, thank you so much for doing this with me today. I really enjoyed it. I love. it. I hope all of you enjoyed this special session with Noel. She's so special. And I really love that you came to my house. This mm -hmm. is so cool to have you. I just moved into this place, it's by the way. awesome space. Yeah. I love it. We I put, walked in and I was immediately you. like, oh, I love it so much. Yeah, thank you. Great I put spot. a lot of love into it. Mm -hmm. And it's been, um, the month of June was crazy with the move. I'm also switching my yoga studio to a healing center. That is a yoga and healing center. But it's been a lot of transitions and then moving into a new space. So it was a little bit, um, speaking of balance, it's been challenging to remain grounded and balanced during this time. But I finally feel now in July that I am, you know, okay, I can exhale mm -hmm. and I can just be. And what helps me a lot during all of those shifts and life changes when I'm going through it is my yoga, my meditation, and um you know, just being with people that inspire me and listening to people that inspire and reading good books and hugging a tree. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go now and make out with this tree in her backyard. Yeah, that's what we're going to go do. All right, everyone, have a beautiful day wherever you are. I'm going to send lots of love to my horse, Jazz. I just saw him today. I was so happy to spend the day at the farm with him. Had it been a little while. So anyways, yeah, spend time with your animals, your loved ones. Enjoy this full moon. Get a lot manifested. The moon is supporting you, but just don't forget to stay grounded. Thank you, Noel. You're welcome. Thank love you, Natalie. You Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life on Earth. You can help us by taking a few minutes to leave a rating and review on iTunes. For more inspiring content, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Search Life on Earth in iTunes or visit lifeonearth.podbean.com.